Hey friends, welcome to Friday, June 16th. Thanks for joining me for Enough for Today and happy end of the week. I hope you've had a good week. I hope you will pray for the weekend at Emmanuel. I'm very much looking forward to continuing, I should say, our series in John. And we're in John 15. And uh, Dana and I will be glad to be home. And as you know, I've been pre-recording these uh, episodes. So this is my final uh, episode that will be pre-recorded. So those of you that are tired of seeing this shirt, I will be sure to change my shirt uh, for the next episode. But um, anyway, thanks for joining me. We have been looking at the history of Israel as recorded through these Psalms and the prayers of God's people as they went through really difficult times. When you come to Psalm 80, you're, you're reading an intercessory prayer for the Northern Kingdom, which rebelled and, and apostatized. They never had not one good king, all the way from Jeroboam, the first king of the Northern Kingdom, all the way through to their devastation. They never had a king that led them uh, to worship God. Always paganism, always the sacrifice of their children, always the worship of Baal. This is the, the stories that we read in the Old Testament of Ahab and Jezebel and Joram and Jehu and going before them, Jeroboam. Um, and I, my mind is not good at extemporaneously recalling all the kings of the northern kingdom, but not a single good leader. And now it's resulted in the judgment of God, the Assyrian army coming down and destroying the nation. And now the people that are the remnant residing in the southern kingdom are praying to God for intervention. And these, again, are faithful, God-following, God-worshipping people who are writing these songs, writing this poetry in prayer and seeking the face of God, even though the southern kingdom is going to apostatize and going to face a similar kind of judgment. There's still the prayer for salvation and restoration. And I'll tell you, as we read today, let me just read verses 1 to 7. Give ear, O shepherd of Israel, thou that leadest, leadest Joseph like a flock, and that thou that dwellest between the cherubims, shine forth, we studied that yesterday, before Ephraim and Benjamin and Manasseh, stir up thy strength. These are tribes. Stir up thy strength and come and save us. Turn us again, O God, and cause thy face to shine, and we shall be saved. We said this two days ago, all of this is fulfilled in Jesus because these very regions are the regions where Jesus is going to minister. So you talk about causing his face to shine. Uh, this is, the, the, this is the, the, the predecessor, this psalm is the predecessor to um, the people that walked in darkness have seen a great light, Isaiah, referring to Jesus being the light that comes upon the region of Galilee. Well, all, that's the region that's being overrun by the Assyrians. And these people are praying, God, cause your face to shine again in this region and upon these people, which he does. It's an amazing how all this connects. We shall be saved. O Lord, verse 4, O Lord God of hosts, how long wilt thou be angry against the prayer of thy people? How long? We've talked about that phrase many times. How long will this period of chastening and judgment last? Thou feedest them with the bread of tears. We're weeping, we're grieving, we're sorrowing. And thou givest them tears to drink in great measure. Thou makest us a strife unto our neighbors and our enemies laugh among themselves. God, your name is being uh, scorned by our neighbors, by our enemies. So God, verse seven, turn us again. The idea of renew, revive, restore uh, turn us back into a testimony, 
of your strength and your power and your presence. Turn us again, O God of hosts, and cause thy face to shine and we shall be saved. God, we know there's still hope. God, we know you're still a God of mercy. We know you still dwell between the cherubims. We know you can still shine among us. God, we're crying out for your grace, your intervention, your salvation, your redemption, and your mercy. You know what? Jesus came and he shined his face and he provided salvation. And so God keeps his word. God blesses repentance. He responds to repentant hearts. And it doesn't, it, it, it speaks to this. No matter the mess you've made of your life, God always honors repentance. So turn back to him. Let his face shine again. Trust his salvation. He is a shepherding, saving, redeeming God. Happy Friday. I'll see you Sunday or Monday.